about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. Feels like fire shot up in my bones. It feels like fire shot up in my bones. The Holy Ghost is fire and he is my heart's desire. It feels like fire shut up in my bones. It feels like fire shut up in my bones. It feels like fire shut up in my bones. The Holy Ghost is fire and he It feels like fire shut up in my bones. Okay, now that, now that we've driven all the new people out <laughs> with my serenade. <laughs> hey, sometimes you can't help it. You just can't help it. You just can't help yourself. You just can't help it. You want to help it. But you can't help it. And you've got a plan. And it's not that it's not a good one. It's just that sometimes, say sometimes, he has a better one than you've got. So you wait. And you wait. Because you know he wants you to go in a certain direction. And when you get to that stage, you don't care what people think. If you were a fool when you're in the world, you might as well be a fool when you're out of the world. Praise God. Dancing on the bar, shouting and screaming, hallelujah, praise God. But now you're born again. So why should I care what anybody thinks now? And I did a lot more stupid stuff when I was back in the world, praise God. Amen. And notice, for some of you out there who are very straight-faced right now, <laughs> when I got off work and I walked in the bar sometimes and all my buddies got there like two hours before me, they're giggling and laughing and falling down, and I got in and thought, what a bunch of bozos these guys are. But then I ordered that first beer, and I chugged it. And I ordered a second beer, and I chugged it. And after the second, third, fourth beer, it didn't seem like they were so crazy anymore. Come on now. It seemed like, wow, this looks like fun to me all at once, praise God. And that's because I'd become under the influence of something. Each one of you in here are under the influence of something this morning. The Bible says on the day of Pentecost, they thought they were drunk. And if you read that text and study it, the only ones that weren't filled are the ones who were not drunk. They were questioning the other ones because the Spirit of God fell on them. And they started speaking with... Speaking with... Speaking with... 
نمیان از سسته نباشه سی بیانه ما کشی لباسی ستی لباسی Sometimes the best place you can, you can be in is a place where you don't know where to go next. Because then you really pray. Because God knows what each and every one of you needs in here this morning. He knows what you're gone through. He knows what you're in. He knows where you're at. He knows what you desire. And praise God through the Spirit of God. Say the Spirit of God. Let me just say if you don't know Him, you really need to get to know Him. He's a pretty good guy. Praise God. And sometimes here in church, you know, every other Sunday or whatever, you know, Ted gets up and he speaks a word of prophecy, wisdom, knowledge, or whatever to a person. And I don't want you to come to a place where you think that's it. That's what it is. That's what's going on. When we get to church, then I'm going to try to think of a word and give it to somebody else. You have the Holy Ghost on inside of you every single day of your life. And you can operate in that gift of the Spirit in your own self. Not only to other people, but you. Yes. I mean, no, you might need wisdom every now and then. Couldn't even get that out. Wisdom, praise God. Yeah, so I'm looking for words of wisdom and knowledge all the time in my own life for what to do, which is a spiritual thing that comes to you. So it's not something. Don't, don't just confine it and put it in a box. Say, don't put the Holy Ghost in a box. See, we see an exercise there. We see Ted moving in it. We see that doing. Everybody thinks, oh, one day I'll be able to do that. You should be doing that today. Amen. And every day, the gifts of the Spirit are on the inside of you. There's gifts in you, praise God. And you need His guidance. The Bible tells you to, to check it with Him in all your ways, not just when you get in a mess. That's when we get really spiritual, isn't it? When we get in a mess. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you did that before, you probably wouldn't be in the mess. You say, the Holy Ghost led me in this mess to teach me. No, you got in that mess, and now you're going to be taught how to get out of it, praise God. Come on now. He's a good God this morning. We sang it this morning. He's not leading you into a train wreck so you can go closer to Him, praise God. He's available for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He loves you with all His heart and mind, praise God. He wants the best for each and every one of you in here. And don't blame God for anything bad. We've got enough Christians doing that. They don't need any help. God's a good God how often? All the time. And he wants good for you in every single area of your life. He wants you to have the best marriage. He wants you to have the best kids. He wants you to be financially blessed so much that you can give away whenever you need to give away. When you run into a need, you, you pop out your wallet, you throw them the money. You don't say, well, let me pray about it. You need lunch? Let me pray about it. Well, they need to eat today. Not two weeks from now when you get an answer. 
See, he wants us blessed. He wants us to be able to bless one another. He wants to be able to speak into each other's life in a normal conversation. You're just eating chicken. I had to be careful. <laughs> some people eat this, some people don't eat that. Everybody eats chicken. Chicken is like a safe zone. <laughs> Hamburgers, we don't eat meat. Pork, we don't do that. But chicken. <laughs> chicken. Get away with chicken. See, praise God. Chicken. You can just be sitting there and all at once talking to somebody, and all at once something comes out your mouth that you didn't even think about and you didn't even know before, but it came out your mouth and went to the other person. You think, geez, ow, am I smart or what? Praise God. What is that? It's a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge that came from the inside of you, the Spirit of God in you. And why was it there? Because someone sitting across from you needed that word at that time. It might have been a life changer. It might have been a life saver at that time. You don't know for sure. Half the time, your conversations, you don't even know what happened. I think when we get in eternity, we're going to look back and we're going to see some replays and we're going to say, my God, I didn't even know I did that there. I didn't know he used me there. I didn't know he used me there. But the only place we want to be used is when we're in front. See, look at, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. See, otherwise we don't even think we're being used by God. But yes, you are. You're being used by God all the time. If you're raising children right now and bringing them up in the things of the Lord, I'll tell you right now, you're being used by God. That one child that you're, you're relaying to and getting the word of God in may start a ministry and save millions of people before the thing's over with. Who was the name of the guy who prayed for uh, Paul? It's coming to you right now. Ananias. You read about him one place. It's a big book. Let me read you the whole story of Ananias. Four, four verses. But the verses that are in there that he did changed the world better place. Come on now. And that's what he was supposed to do at that time. So don't ever think about, I ain't doing anything for Jesus. I ain't doing nothing for the Lord. I ain't doing nothing because I ain't up there preaching and I ain't up there teaching. And we got enough preachers and teachers. And my God, we got enough of them, but uh, I ain't going to go there today. <laughs> Too deep in the ghost to go there this morning. Yeah, praise God. You've got ministry on the inside of you 24 hours a day. You can actually minister to your spouse. Now, that's a tough area. Come on, am I right? See, it's a tough area. Your kids are a tough area. You can tell your kids something over and over again. They just look at you like they don't even know who you are. And somebody else walks along and tells them the same thing. And they say, my God, revelation. You say, what the heck? Say, what's the matter with these kids? Are they nuts? Been preaching that for 18 years. You never said that. We're hitting some things this morning, aren't we? <laughs> you just see the red flags going up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the toughest ones to minister to. But biblically, that's the ones that are supposed to be minister to, praise God. That's how your marriage grows. That's the way it goes. Did a little correction every now and then, a little change of this or a little change of that, praise God. And I mean, we want to see marriages get better and grow in here. I don't really enjoy spending all my days counseling people, and I don't in here. We've got people who love each other and are with each other and want to be better and want to do things, praise God. So... And that's because they're seeking God. See, seeking God. It's very simple. If you seek God, the Bible says you will find him. People say, I can't find God. Are you seeking? See, the Bible's pretty simple. It just tells you what to do, and then you do it. And there's a lot of people out there, they're following the broad way. 
See, my life, my way, this is who I am, this is what I'm going to do, this is, but notice there's a narrower way that you get from the Spirit of God that tells you to go in a direction that maybe nobody else is going. And that's why the Bible cautions you about something called persecution. Because when you're not going with the flow of Christianity at that time, you're going to be persecuted for going in a different direction. Are you following me? So with your friends and some friends you've had for a long time, when you start flowing in the kingdom of God and things in the kingdom of God, don't be surprised when they look at you and say, man, you're way out there. Say, thank you. Thank you. Say, you're, they're extreme. Thank you. I was hoping to get to extreme. Because the generation we're in now is different. Jesus came to bring a sword, and not only between the lost and the unlost, but those who are real and those who are trying to be fake. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We don't want to go there, do we? And the biggest enemy you've got in the world is ignorance. My people are destroyed because of ignorance. And the only answer to ignorance is this book right here. This book and the Spirit of God talking to you and telling you how to do things, how to run things, how to do your money, how to do everything in your life. This is the book because there's a lot of voices out there right now. All different kind of voices. And some of the voices are even Christian voices. Some are Christian prophets. Some are Christian this, Christian that. But notice, you can get all the information, Christian leaders. You can get all the information you want from those people, but the final revelation of what you get better come from this book right here. God wants to talk to you. I don't want somebody else speaking into my kids when they were younger and me never say a word to them. Well, should I do this? Well, go ask Joe over here and go ask Bill. No, I told him, praise God. I wanted a father-son relationship with them, and I wanted to give them the advice that I got and the wisdom that I have. It's the same way with God because there's stuff out there that sounds good. How many know you're not going to follow bad news? So they can make good news sound like good news. It's not good news because it's not even news. And it affects your life. It affects how you do things. It affects how it happens in your life. So then you're following this for a while. And once that falls apart, so then you jump on board with someone else who's got an idea over here in a prophecy of what's taking. And you go over here and you go over. You're just going around in circles, man. Get in the book and find out. Sometime there's too much information out there right now. Heard a pastor say the other day, the problem with this generation is there's so much information and everybody's stupid yet. And isn't it the truth? You get all this information, you, you, you turn on your Facebook, your cell phone, whatever, you can get a story here, a story there, a story here. None of them light up. They're all going in different directions. Then you've got to make up your mind which way to go. And for a little while, you go to the right. And a little while, you go to the left. Pretty soon, you're all confused and all messed up, and you need deliverance. But it's that relationship with him through his word and through the spirit of God that keeps you on a straight path. Everybody's got an idea. Everybody wants to do something. Man, I've been prophesied over some of the best. But if anybody prophesies doom and gloom over you, they're not of God. Oh, it's going to be hard. You're going to go through terrible times. But you're going to come out on the other side. I said, I'm already out on the other side. Next. See, don't take that stuff. Well, great tragedies coming into your life. Time out. If you're not going to exhort me and encourage me and bless me, then move on to the next person who will accept that stuff because I ain't going to have that, praise God. And all these things come from different opinions. Man, back a while ago I heard, what was it, August or 
October last year or something, the whole world was going to blow up. I'm getting calls. I'm getting texts from people. You better fill your house with food, and you better do this, and you better do that. And I mean, as soon as I see the number come up, I just delete it. I don't even want to read it. You know, I want to know what he says. I want to do what he does financially. I want to do what he does marriage-wise. There's a growing place in everybody's life where you can do that stuff. If you're in bondage, you're messed up today. It's simply because you're leading the long lie. You're reading a lie. Somebody has told you, and you're going in the direction of that lie. And you've got to get out of that lie, praise God. God always wants the best for you, period. That's it. Anything counterwise to that is not God. It's a familiar spirit. And the only thing the devil can do in your life, look, he tried to make sure you didn't get born again. How many of you did? Screwed up, didn't he? So the only thing he can do is keep you ignorant of who you are and all the things that you can do in your life to upset his kingdom and bring God's kingdom in. So ignorance is his number one tool in your life. Ignorance. And you listen to some teachers, you listen to preachers, you listen to everybody else, and everybody's, everybody's at a different level. Say everybody's at a different level. And I mean, you know, you need different teachers and preachers at different levels because you're at a different level. So we're not putting anybody down, but we're saying you need to continue to grow in your life you're not done after one year. You're not done after two years. You're not a spiritual giant after three years. You don't know everything after four years. No, you continue to grow and you continue to grow in the things of God and get more revelation and get more freer every single day. Hallelujah. And that comes through revelation and through what God's speaking to you. If you're in bondage, go to God. Why am I in bondage? Why do I feel bad today? Why does this feel like a bad day for you? And have God tell you why it's been a bad day. And many times he's already told you. I've just got a spirit of heaviness. Well, the Bible says he's giving you something called the garment of praise. So I don't need to visit with 14 people to figure out if I'm feeling a little down today how to get out of it. I don't need to get the opinion. Well, go get yourself a nice big milkshake. Well, go have a steak. Well, uh, go to Disneyland. That'll make you feel better. That won't do anything. That'll really depress you. You think you were depressed before. Go to Disneyland and after they take your wallet, I feel like I get a Coke. What are they? Just $9. That's pretty cheap for a bottle, praise God. Is that a buck an ounce? See? All that stuff's out there. All that stuff's happening. All that stuff's taking place. But we've got to be a wise generation. We've got to be the generation that knows what's from what. You've got to be able to decipher the word from the other. And that's why, and I'll say it now, that church attendance is down. Because the devil is winning the ignorance battle. There's a battle there, and he wants people to be ignorant. He doesn't want you here this morning. If there's anything he could have did to stop you from coming here and hearing the word of God this morning, he would have did it. If there's anything he can do to keep you from coming on Wednesday, he'll do it. If there's anything he can do to keep you from coming and cleaning yesterday with people. How I many know it's cleaning, but it's different when it's believers? Yes. See, you get enough dust, it'll make you wear pants like that to Sunday church. <laughs> But there's wisdom that you can get from right in here. It's a still, small voice. It's in there right now. It'll speak to you. And the more you listen to it, the louder it gets. Pretty soon it almost becomes audible, even though it's not audible, praise God, most of the time. It's right on the inside of here. And you'll know right from wrong. And don't be afraid to go in one direction, because if it's the wrong direction, he will correct you immediately. 
You understand? Well, I don't know whether to go to the right or left, so I'm just going to stay here for 20 years. No. Well, I think he's leading me here. Take a step, and if he's, all at once you feel like you've been hit by a truck, turn around. Right. Try a different direction. You know it in here. It's not about here. It's about in here. This is where you are. You're a spirit being, praise God. We're stuck on this earth for now in a physical body to do a job, but sooner or later we're going to get out of here. How many of you know that? And then we're going to come back again. How many of you know that? And the earth is going to be a lot better than it is now. How many of you know that? It's going to be completely different. So all we've got to look forward to are really good things. Like my wife says, you die, go to heaven. Big deal. Not like the devil won. Not like the devil won. <laughs> See, we look at all this stuff, praise God. Hallelujah. And then we've got people living in righteousness, peace, enjoying the Holy Ghost, and they're in a wheelchair for 20 years, and we look down on them thinking that they're in bondage and poor this, poor that, and they're probably living more in the kingdom of God than you are. Bible said, what's holding you back? Praise God. Is it your eye? Your right eye? Pluck that sucker out of there. Praise God. Come on now. Rip that thing out of there and get in kingdom life. Glory to God. Arm the problem. Chop that thing off. Better for you to go into the kingdom of God and live that lifestyle with one arm rather than have two arms and live like the devil. Come on. He had some pretty tough teachings, didn't he? And what does the church do? It comes along and says, get born again and go to heaven. Get born again and go to heaven. Are you born again? Good, you're going to heaven. Born again, going to heaven. Like you got nothing to do if you get born again at 8 until you die at 82 in between, except you're going to heaven someday. No, it's not you're born again, going to heaven. It's born again, you entered a kingdom, the kingdom of God. And now you're full of power. You're full of authority. You're full of the anointing. You're full of the things of God. You're full of the spirit of God. And God puts you in here. You're like a secret undercover person. You're like a spiritual superman, but you all want to be Clark Kent. Come on, it's time to get in the phone book. Time to get in the phone booth and go in there and change. Break out of that place, praise God, and come out as a superman, praise God. Because that's what he says about you. He says you're more than conquer. We put this in these songs up here just to remind you what he said. We didn't make those up. We didn't make the songs up. We didn't make the words up. There's the word of God, praise God. Hallelujah, glory to God. So there's a time. There's more to it than just going to heaven. Praise God that you're going to heaven. We're all happy about that. But you've got something to do here on the earth. Each and every one of you, couples even together, you know, it's there. And just start flowing in that. And if God's not speaking to you about changing what you're doing, don't change. Well, I don't like what I'm doing. He doesn't care whether you like what you're doing or not. Because most things he tells you to do, you're not going to like. If he'd have told me, come to this service, don't know what you're going to say, get up there, laugh a little bit, sing a stupid song, and keep going, I'd never showed up. <laughs> I'd still be at home this morning saying, Latasha, take it. Because he loves us individually and he has a call for us individually and he cares for us individually. And some of you newer people who've just come into this, into the flow of it, man, God, some of you are, I know you're, you're, in a, you're in a honeymoon stage. Remember your honeymoon stage when you got born again? Woo! Jesus. You never knew the grass could be so green, did you? The sky could be so blue. And you just loved everything. Oh, dirty dishes. Praise God. I get to wash them. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I remember when I got born again, man, I felt like I was 90 feet tall, man. I went home, and I started cooking every night, and I started cleaning the house, and I started doing the dishes, and I started doing all that stuff. I was just one happy camper, praise God. Hallelujah. And my wife said, what happened to you? 
She says all the time right now, she says, I didn't marry a pastor. And I want to say back, but I don't. No, you married a drunk. <laughs> See? Because when, when you're changing, people should notice it. And I'll tell you, he'll notice it first, your relation. And they're not going to like the change because they know in their heart they should be changing and they're not changing. So they reject that, praise God. But that's all right. There's more growth. Been in this since I was 30 years old, praise God. So I've been in it 15 years. Thank you very much, everybody, for being so, so supportive. And That's right. One back there. Give, give him two Bibles, a book, whatever he needs back there. He was supporting me for 15 years, praise God. But no, there's still growth needed every single day of our life. And that's what does it. In Proverbs, it says, if you'll repent at his reproving, he will pour out his spirit upon you. And I like the spirit. I like him in me. I like him on me. I like him all around me. I like him everywhere, praise God. So I'm going to keep changing. I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing things. I'm going to keep looking to help other people. And the first thing the Holy Ghost is going to do in your life is kill self. See, it's me, my, I, me, my, I, me, my, I, what I want, what me want, what I, I don't care what you want, me, 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 We used to have the music team up here back when we had John and Lisa Bordemus, and, and they'd play a song or something, and they'd pick out a song to play, and it didn't include, like, the guitar, and John would go, what about me, what about me, what about me, or it didn't have very much drums in it, Steve would go, what about me, what about me, what about me. See, it, it reminded us of that selfishness. Of course, they were doing it out of fun, but it was that selfishness, see, that's in there. And we're so in tune with what we want, what we got to have, and what we got to do. And if you find out in your life that you do the me, myself, I thing all the time, you'll be the most miserable person in the entire world. Because you weren't created to be that way. You were created to be a kingdom person, and a kingdom person is a giver and is a lover and cares about everybody else. Jesus came here and died for all of us. He didn't die for himself. See, so my job is to learn how to stay away from me and what I want and look to help other people all the time and whatever I do. This is why intercessory prayer isn't too popular. Why do I want to take a half hour out of my precious time and pray just because God's prompted me to pray in the Holy Ghost for a half hour when he knows there's many things I could be doing right now that are very, very important to me? See, I'll tell you what you do. You fight and get your own way, then you don't like the way you got. You fight to get what you think you need, you get it, and you don't like it after you get it anyway. See, it's all self. It's all, I need this. I got to do that. I got to do this. And it don't bring you happiness anyway. How many of you know that? If I could just get a new car, you get one, and two days later, you could care less whether you had the old car or the new car anyway, but for some reason, you would have had that new car, praise God. Now, the best thing is you got bills with it. Thus come the payment with it, praise God. So now you're depressed. Why are you depressed? I got a new car. <laughs> Wish I had my junker back. See, but these are all things of the self. These are all things we want, all the things we've got to do. Somebody said one time that they, they have trouble getting free because every place they go, self goes with them. Yeah. Got to have what I want. Got to do what I want to do. What about other people around you? See, that's what Jesus did. He came and ministered to other people. He sought out other people. He taught people. He ministered to people. It was all love. Love is a giving, not a receiving all the time, praise God. And it's not a giving to receive. 
See, it's not witchcraft. It's not a bribery. Well, if I do this, I know they're going to do this. Let's go over to their house for supper. Not as ham at our house. We'll have hot dogs. But we know they're Italian, and they do chicken cutlets. So we're going to have Luann over at our house. We're going to give her some nice hot dogs, but I know she can cook, praise God, Italian. And, of course, she's going to have me at her house then because you've got to do that. You know, that's, the way that's the way the world works. But that's not the way the kingdom works. See, the kingdom is an unconditional love that you just keep giving, 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 and it allows the joy that's on the inside of you to pop up on the inside of you, praise God. People are always looking to be ministered to. Look to minister to somebody else. And they're out there. How many of you know you don't have to go running around all over the place to find them? You go to lunch day, you're going to find somebody, praise God, who's having a meltdown or something, praise God, every single time. So our job, we, we put here to minister to others, to help others, to get us off of our mind. Well, why do you think most divorces happen? Me, myself, and I. There's a me, myself, and I against a me, myself, and I, and neither one wants to give, so they just say, that's it. She won't change. He says, he don't change. And back and forth they go. And neither one of them cha- want to change. They want the other one to change, to line up. That ain't going to work, praise God. Because you're still stuck with you after they change. It's fun to walk the face. You got to see the faces out there this morning, praise God. I don't know if I'm setting people free or getting in trouble. Both. <laughs> Both. <laughs> But that's what it's about, do you see? That's what the whole thing is about. Just listen to that voice on the inside and getting other people's on your mind rather than you all the time, what you want to do. And I know you got your plans for this and plans for that, and God forbid if somebody would interrupt your plans. The Bible says, many are the plans in a man's heart, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. That means if you want to keep doing your plans, keep doing your plans, keep being unhappy, keep being depressed, keep being down and out, praise God. It's not going to work for you until you get in His purpose. And once you get in His purpose, your plans will go by the wayside. You can still make plans. How many of you know that? But don't make your plans and ask Him to bless them. Let Him make your plans. This is what we're going to do today, Lord. You're just going to have to do it. Help me. Stay with me. No, no. No, no. It's His, His purpose for your life, what He wants to do. And that's reaching out to other people 90% of the time. That's why the ministry is so great. Once you get into ministry, you ain't got a choice. See? Everybody thinks being a pastor is terrible. It's great. I've got to read this book. I don't have a choice. I can't show up here with uh, nothing and make something up when I get here. No, I've got to be studying the Word of God. I'd be getting more revelation all the time. When people need me, I've got to be there. I can't say, well, sorry. Supper's ready. Dying? Well, hang on for another half hour because I'm going to eat his ribs before I get down there, please. Phone rings at 2 o'clock in the morning. Guess what? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm too tired tonight. If you don't die, I'll be there at 8 tomorrow. Are you following me? It, it forced me to get in the Word. It forced me to do things. And basically, your desires follow your attention. So if your attention's for the Word of God, you will desire the Word of God. I lost my desire for the Word because your attention went someplace else. The Bible says, Attend to my words, incline thy ear unto thy sayings. Keep them in the midst of thy heart. They are life to those that find them, and health to? Health to? How much of your flesh? See, we wouldn't have to be healing Christians. They just obey the Word of God and get in the Word of God and live that kind of lifestyle. The kingdom of God, the Bible doesn't say, is in you. Do you know that? It says it's within you. That means it's part of you. The kingdom of God is actually part of you. It's part of your blood, part of your muscles, part of your stream. You are part of the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God's part of you. And it only operates good one way, and that's God's way. 
So every time you want to walk in forgiveness, every time you want to be offended, every time you want to lie, every time you want to cheat, every time you want to get angry, every time you want to steal, you're fighting against yourself because that's not the kingdom of God. And then people sit in that stuff for 20 years and get sick and wonder why they're sick. They're sick because you're living outside kingdom laws and who you really are. Sin is simple rebellion. How many of you know that? Notice, if sin wasn't foreign to us, then sin wouldn't be the wages of death. You're supposed to sin. Why? I'm a sinner. That's not abnormal. That's normal. What do sinners do? They sin, praise God. So if that's normal for me, then it wouldn't bother me, but it's not normal for me because I've been born again, and on the inside of me is a new nature, which is God nature of love, joy, peace, and the power of God that's on the inside of me. And every time I do something against that, I'm rebelling. Not only against God, people think, well, God says, oh, they sinned again. No, you're sinning against yourself. It doesn't hurt God. If you sin, he's not saying, oh, gosh, you got me with another knife. No, he's saying you're going to kill yourself. The wages of sin is death, and you better start lining up with my ways because that's the way I made you. How many of you know if you were going to sit in a bathtub with the radio, you don't want to put it in the tub with the water when it's plugged in? Well, I like listening to the radio when I'm showering and I'm in the bathtub. So I'm just going to get it as close to me as I can. It falls in the tub and you get electrocuted. Then you want to blame God for getting electrocuted when the problem was there's an instruction book that came with that radio. It said it would be very wise not to do this in the bathtub. But I like music. Doesn't matter. Don't do it. But I want to hear it up close. I don't like the smell of gas. I like orange juice. So I'm going to put orange juice in my car. How many know it ain't going to run? Going to smell better, isn't it? But it's not going to run. Once again, you're going against the laws of the kingdom, going against the laws of God, going against the laws in your own life. So basically what we want to do is slowly but surely line our ways up at thinking. He said, my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts. But he didn't say so, just remain stupid. He said, I sent my word, and my word has come and will not return unto me void, but it will be planted in your heart and in your mind and in your soul and change the way you're thinking to line up with the ways of God. Why? So you can have a happier, more fruitful, more healthful life, praise God, because that's what God wants for each and every one of us. It's our choice. Don't you understand? It's not, well, God just blessed them, didn't bless me. Well, I'll go to them. Don't be jealous. Find out how they got blessed. Find out what you're doing. I told God a long time ago, I'm, I want to be financially secure. I want to have my house paid off. I want to have everything paid off. I want to have money to do whatever I want. I want money to come in where I can give away. I want to do all this stuff. I want to do this. So I went to him for wisdom on how to do it. And I knew working one job all my life, basically at a certain salary, was not going to get me anywhere. So there had to be other ways. How many know he knows ways? He knows ways. All you got to do is listen to his voice and do. So one day I was praying, and he, and he said, real estate. That's all he said, real estate. I said, cool with me. That's better than where I'm doing now, praise God. So, and then, so I started studying real estate. I started getting into real estate. I started praying about real estate, about praying what to do, praying what to do. And all, once something comes up and God tells you to do this, and you do it and do that and do this, and, and pretty soon everything starts to fall in line, and you don't even know how it got started or what you did or, or what took place, but all at once then there's money coming in, praise God. How I many know money's good when it's coming in? Because if it doesn't come in, how many know it doesn't go out very well? So God has a plan for you, and he, he don't want you fighting every day to, to be able to eat. He don't want you fighting every day that you can't buy a new shirt or new pants. He don't want that stuff. He's got so much better for you in every area of your life, but he's got the plan. See, he's the one. The Bible says wealth ruins a fool. And I'll tell you, there's a lot of foolish people in the world right now who are very rich who are going to be proven fools. No, we're not going there either this morning. 
Guys keep trying to pull me in the direction here. It's not going to work. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because there's a lot of things shifting right now, aren't they? There's a lot of things happening right now. And if all you're going to do is tune into the natural realm and find out what who's who's in the charismatic zoo has to say about everything going on and everything that's taking place, and this one has this word, and this one says that's going to happen, this is going to happen by August, and this is going to take place, you're going to get all mixed up, praise God. You need to go to this thing right here. You need to sit down with God and say, hey, what's happening here, man? What's going on here? What's, what's going on, praise God? You listen to somebody, you get a little something out of it, fine. But don't run in that direction. Are you following me? That's the word of the Lord. Oh, no, no, that's the word. No, 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 that's the word of the Lord. Christians are going like, yeah. you'll you play the pinball. Pinball, I don't even know if they got them anymore. Do they even have pinball machines anymore? They make a ding every time they hit something. Some Christians are going, ding, 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 ding. Because you want to follow everybody else's wisdom and everybody else's plan. And there are people out there who have godly wisdom and have plan, but you've got to be able to decipher which ones you want to go with. And even they can get to a place where they think they're wiser than they are and know more than they really know, and then they exaggerate on it. And when it falls apart, but I'll tell you, I don't want to be Jesus. You don't ever see... If someone is leading people and getting a good following and going in a direction and makes a major boo-boo, you don't hear from much anymore. But if you have somebody who's starting out and, and predicted something and it happened, and predicted it happened, they'll be telling you about all the successes that they've had so far. But it takes a real person Amen. to say, hey, I got out there a little bit too far. I ate pizza last night and it messed up my thinking and my stuff. And I started predicting stuff that wasn't exactly God. Even in prophecy, sometimes prophecy, it doesn't have to be four hours. You understand? I've heard people prophesy that says, the Spirit of the Lord says this. And I'll tell you, when they said it for the first 13 seconds, the power of God, the hair was standing up on my arms, the glory of God was all over me. Then they went on for three minutes. Yeah. And all at once, all the hair went down on my arm, and I started dozing off. And are you following me? The Spirit of God's got some things to say, but you don't have to add your tremendous knowledge and wisdom to it all the time. Let the Spirit of God be the Spirit of God. Sometimes it's don't be afraid. Jesus, don't be afraid, only believe. What else you got, Jesus? That's all I got. That's all I got for you right now, praise God. Don't be afraid. He could have, don't be afraid, only believe. I know people who haven't believed, and I know people who've been afraid, and I know they're random. And by that time, they forgot, don't be afraid, only believe. See, it doesn't have to be long, it's short, it's quick, it, it hits, it'll change your life. One word from God, yeah. Kenny Copeland always says this, one word from God can change your finances. One word from God can change your marriage. One word from God can change your life. That's what he says. And how many know that's true? Because there's power in that word of God, praise God. There was power on the inside of you. People laying in bed on their deathbed, and you walk in. I remember one guy, I walked into him, and I just said, hey, what's up? He says, uh, I'm supposed to be dead in the next two days. I don't even know what he had. Whatever. I said, well, I believe God wants you to live. He says, really? I said, yeah, really. Didn't even know God wanted him to live. I thought, dear God, am I in trouble here? I said, yeah, God wants you to live. There's a plan and a purpose for you yet in this world, and you're way too young to die. My God, what are you? He was like 58 at that time, and I was a little bit younger. And pray, praise God at that time, I said, you're going to get up out of this bed, and you're going to walk out of here by tomorrow morning, and you're going to go do what you want to do, praise God. And he says, well, have you, how do you know? I said, because God told me you're going to live. Amen. He said, what? I said, live. I said, okay. Walked out of the place. Next morning he was up, dressed, out, probably still alive to this day, going there. But I didn't do it for four hours, do you understand? God told me he'd 
to tell him to live. And that's what the Holy Ghost does. He doesn't need a whole lot of words if the oil, if there's oil on that word, it doesn't take long for it to happen, do you see? So we've got to give the Holy Ghost attention in our lives, don't we? We've got, we got to seek the wisdom of God. We've, we've got to go to the Word of God and find out. Proverbs is a, is a good book. I've read Proverbs several, several, several times. The first time I read it, there's so much stuff in there that didn't make sense to me. You know, talking about ants. Honeycomb. Praise God. It's got a lot to say about sexual stuff. That's probably not many young people have read it. See, there's a lot of stuff in there, isn't there? In that. And you read it the first time, and it just sounds like nothing, but then you read it the second time, and it says, oh, that's what he was talking about when he put those ants in there, praise God. That's what he's doing. Because God's very, he's not simple, but he's very simple in trying to relate to you. Because he wants to get it across to you. He wants to make it, that's why Jesus always spoke in parables. Because he knew they wouldn't understand it anyway. So he told him a parable about the thing, a natural. He used farmer who plants seed. It grows up. It comes up. Why? So people could understand what he was talking about. So you have a job. When you get born again, one of the jobs is you simply plant the seed. Say plant the seed. And then what do you do? Well, you go to sleep. You rise up. And you go to sleep. And you rise up. And you, and you rise up. And one day, bang, here it comes. First the blade, then the ear than the full corner of the year, which means you can't make it happen and you don't know how it happens. It's all spiritual. How many of you, when you go out to eat, when you go out to eat lunch today and you sit down and you order chicken? Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when you order chicken and you eat it, are you thinking, God, I hope that goes to my spleen. I hope that goes to my heart. I hope that's helping my muscles. No, you just put it in there, bless God, chew it once. Swallow that thing, drink it, wash it down. You don't know where it's gone, but you know you need to eat in order for it. Same way with the Word of God. You're reading the Word of God. You can't say, boy, I hope that goes to my faith. I hope that goes to my power. I hope that goes. No, you just eat. And when you eat the Word of God, the Holy Ghost will break this Word down and put it in. Once your faith will rise a little bit, the, the revelation of power will rise a little bit, the anointing will rise a little bit, all these things will rise. Your job is just simply to eat. Hallelujah. And in the natural, how many know we don't have a problem with that? I mean, you know, God doesn't have to appear to you every day and tell you to eat. He may tell you when to stop. I'm really getting in trouble, ain't I? I want to go back to the beginning here, what I was going to do to start with. And get the... Yeah, praise God. So there's a, I want you to know there's a good life for you this morning. It's a kingdom way and a kingdom life. And when you step into that and you start doing it right, everything's going to line up in your life. Some of you came here and you were a little bit of mess, and now you're a, lot, you're a lot better. You're thinking better. You're doing better. You're acting better. Your life is better. You're happy. You're thinking about other people rather than yourself because the I was killed. Now we got to get the me and myself. You know, there's three persons, one God, three persons, one you. So we kill one at a time, praise God, and we start reaching out to other people, praise God. But enjoy life. I mean, no, it's short. People say life's short. It is short. My mom always told me the older you get, the faster it gets. I thought, you've got to be kidding me. I'm so busy and with my kids and stuff. She's got to be lying. But I found out the older I get, the faster it goes. Time just zips right now, praise God. We're, this year is coming to an end already. Do you know that? My God, they've probably got Christmas stuff in the stores by now. Glory to God. 
So I want you to know we love you here. We want the best for you. I want the best for me. I want the best for everybody here. New people, if you're here, I want the best for you. I don't even know you, but I'm telling you there is good stuff for you. God has good stuff for you in the future right now. Don't get drowned in all this bad, ugly stuff out there of how terrible everything is because you've got your own little sphere. You're a spirit being. You live above this natural realm, praise God. And you can live in peace and joy every single day in your life. You can be singing spiritual songs while doing the bathrooms if you want to. See? Clean, oh clean, Jesus made me clean. Clean, oh clean, Jesus made me clean. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no, I wasn't. But I was in there this morning. It was very nice in there. Praise God. And the little sign you put up with Love Maria is really nice. Yes. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. We're, we're going to stop this, what I'm doing here this morning. But we love you guys. We want the best for you. My heart's desire is the best for every single born-again believer because there are people coming together, rising up right now, out of the normal Christianity. They're going into a deeper realm. There's people coming out of denominations who've been in there for years but have caught the fire of God and the anointing of God, and they understand that there's a lot more than they've been told up to this time, praise God. You know, when I do funerals, one thing I hate is when the people come up to me and they asked me to pray for the deceased. Never learned how to respond to that yet or what, but how many know if the deceased wasn't where the deceased needed to be before he was deceased, he in trouble. You know, I can't pray him out, I can't pray him in, praise God. You make your choice down here while you're in this physical body, and all of you have made the right choice, right? Is Jesus your Lord? Is he your Savior? Are you full of the Holy Ghost? Do you love the Lord with all your heart? Are you going to go further in the things of God? Are you going to get wisdom from the Holy Ghost? Knowledge from the Holy Ghost? Power from the Holy Ghost? Are you going to live in joy? Peace? Victory? Every day of your life? From here on out? All right, praise God. Go ahead and do it then. Praise God. Go ahead and do it.